Dan, if you will permit me, I wish to give you a compliment. Go right ahead. I'm I'm all ears. <laughs> and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Oh boy. <laughs> nice shoes. <laughs> oh yes. Thank you. Thank you. They yeah. Are, they are, I I I just wanted to compliment you. I just you know, I wanted to say I think you're doing a really good job with the podcast. Um, you're just an acerbic, uh, angry person. Nice <laughs> shoes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it, you didn't even you didn't even give me the sandwich though. You just gave me the meat. Right no, nah, I just yeah, I yeah, just threw it at you. Just yeah, I just yeah. Go ahead and eat this, kid. <laughs> yeah, there was. It sounded like a lot of people found our last episode kind of humorous. Yeah. I, think <laughs> I had, they I liked had a it. ton of, yeah, I had a ton of nice shoes comments on my, on my YouTube channel. Yeah. There was a, there was a few references uh, to the podcast on, in YouTube comments I, I, that I had as well. So that, that was good. I enjoyed that. I would have never known that a criticism sandwich would have just taken off like that. Yeah, I know. Kind of crazy. Yeah, it is. And then, um, you know, we had a really weird week last week here in Northeast Ohio with these, um, the wildfires that are going on in Canada. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. It, it, it was like, it was a, just a thick, foggy winter morning is what it looked like outside. But, you know, it was obviously in here in the middle of summer. Yeah, it, it's we had the same thing, but it, it's strange. Like there'll be one day where it's not so bad, the next day it's bad, and then also on the day after that it's gone, and then a day or two later it's back. It's it's really kind of crazy how it's how that's all works. But yeah, so what what has gone on? It's just wildfires in in forests in Canada. Yeah. Yep, many, 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 many. I think they. They've now broken the record for the most square kilometers or whatever, however they measure land up there, acres uh, burned from wildfires. Like they've yeah. they've broken, they've smashed the record. Wow, I um I never noticed, or I don't remember hearing of like forest fires in Canada. You know, you hear about them out west. Yeah, but, um, is this like? something that happens all the time just you know from lightning strikes and stuff or what what's the deal i'm not exactly sure i haven't looked into it all that much i did see something talking about how there was a kind of like a strange anomaly in the weather pattern that kind of created this overlay dry uh conditions for like a long period of time before the fire started and then once one got going you know it just kind of they just spread everywhere yeah. And then I guess they try to put them out, but it's a losing battle, I guess. Got to it helps if it would rain. Right. They haven't <laughs> they haven't had much rain and then uh just the wind conditions pick up and you know embers fly and start another one a couple hundred yards over. Yeah, it's just it's just crazy uh perfect storm conditions for wildfires yeah. up there. I I don't I never look to see how far away we are from them here in northeast Ohio. But I'm serious. You know, we they were canceling you know the softball and baseball games over being canceled because of air quality and people were being 
You know, if you had asthma or some type of breathing problems to stay inside. And I don't know, I didn't think, I didn't, you know, I'm hearing all this, but then when I went outside in it, I was like, this is bad. You could smell, it was like your neighbor down the road had a campfire or something. You could smell the smoke in the air. Right. Yep. You could smell it. And then if you looked off in the distance, you know, you could see like that hazy, foggy look to the air. And then right. you don't, you don't realize oh, that then that's also right where you're at. Like you're breathing that in as well. Yeah. I filmed a video while all this was going on. And then, I don't know, have you ever like filmed late in the evening with your camera and then whatever you film, it looks like it was a lot lighter outside than what it really was in real life. Yeah. And you know, the, the smoke was just terrible and I'm filming it, but it didn't look that bad on the, on my video. Um, but I was doing a delivery and I could look off behind me and man, it, it was bad out. It just yeah. didn't look that bad on my video, but I, I was feeling it. Yeah. And I'm in my, I'm in my fifties and I was feeling it. <laughs> I was, I was as well. It was not good. And I think, I, I don't know if there's any relation or not, but I think it also is kind of hindering uh, people going out and enjoying recreational firewood burning because my sales have been down. Oh, are they really? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. The heat and the smoke and everything, I think. Is just... Yeah. I, my, I'm not the most organized person when it comes to my numbers. But I do keep track of month over month and year over year. My sales are still up from the previous year. And my June, which the year last year, I had a huge June and I just beat it out a little bit this oh, year. So mine are nice. still going up. But, you know, they're driven by restaurants largely. Yeah. Um, it seems like summertime, I still get sales, but obviously nothing like in the fall and going into the winter, obviously. Yeah. And I know that there was a few people on the live stream the other night that were talking about their bundle sales were way down because there was burning bans on. Like no one, you can't have fires anywhere. Campgrounds, you know, uh, in your backyard, like everything was on a, a burn ban. So they weren't selling oh, wow. bundles. Yeah. Yeah. I hear them. They come and go out here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like some of the cities and stuff, there's you know, you got rules where you can't have an outside fire anyways. Well, not for like burning your, your branches and stuff. If you're roasting hot dogs, you can have it. Yeah. So a contained ways, fire. Yep. Yeah. There's ways around everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you could smell that smoke up there then too. Yeah, it was. And I, and I watched a few um, videos on it and they kind of showed like the, the pattern of the, the jet stream, I guess, was kind of wrapping around and bringing it back towards the Midwest and down. Yeah. And that's kind of what was causing it to just, you know, this pattern of the, the air was just coming back into the Midwest. And I think it went down towards you and out onto the East Coast there. Yeah. That is still, I know we've talked about this in the past, but there's just some things that I just, I get easily shocked at, at blind spots that I have. Like when I started a firewood business, I never even considered the effect that weather would have on me in running this business. You know, the, the mud, the snow, the intense heat of summertime. And then like the other one is I never, ever, it never dawned on me that breathing wood smoke is bad for you. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel silly saying that, but it's true. I just never thought that, you know, you think of pollution like, you know, coming out of an exhaust pipe of a car or a truck, you know, right. or a smokestack yep. at a factory and all. I just never thought that wood smoke was bad for you, but it is. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting around a campfire or sitting around your fire pit, just enjoying your evening. How many, I mean, we do that here by three, four nights a week sometimes. And you know, that smoke, yeah. you're breathing it in and yeah, it's, it can have an well, effect and, on you. And then I think of my outdoor wood furnace because I do my best to stay out of the smoke, but you know, you're always smelling it. You're smelling it around the house. Sometimes depending on which way the wind's blowing, you're smelling it in the house. <laughs> And then every time you go out there and open the door to throw in more logs, you know, you do get um, some smoke blasting you in the face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, the, the actionable term for wood smoke is PM 2.5, which is particulate matter 2.5 microns, um, or I guess small as 2.5 microns, which means it is so small that when you breathe it, it passes directly through your lungs and goes right into your bloodstream. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's de depressing. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Just now thinking about, like, you know, they said all the fires I've been sitting around, and like every winter, every time I load the boiler two times a day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My goodness. But then I hear people, you know, that I get an occasional comment people that will say, you know, you're, you're firewood people, you're just cutting down healthy trees, you know, or they think of all the bad things that your industry are involved with, you know, like you're polluting the air with your wood smoke, but I don't know. I don't, I sleep well at night. I'll give, I'll give everyone out there a little clue on something. A dead tree produces no oxygen. <laughs> so if you, <laughs> if you cut down a dead tree, you're not harming the atmosphere at all. It, a dead tree is not taking in any more carbon dioxide and is not releasing any oxygen. It's dead. So yeah. a lot of firewood I make is from dead trees. And I don't know if, well, if I think about this, I'm pretty sure my business, my firewood production does not lead to any extra trees being cut down. Uh, the wood that I'm getting, those trees were going to have been cut down anyways. Right. Yep. Uh, because they were cut down because of some other reason and exactly. by some other person. I am no longer now I used to but I no longer go out into the woods looking, looking for trees. Yeah. You know, the stuff that, <laughs> the stuff that comes to me are mill rejects or tops. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, and it, I, I wonder if there's any cases where a tree was cut just for firewood. That was a healthy living tree. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. it, it, there's, there had to been like a reason, maybe a tree service that needed to be removed because it was, in, you know, endangering a building or it had a disease, it was dying. When I, before I became a firewood business, when I was just heating with wood, I was, I would occasionally cut trees down, but those were already condemned by the farmer because he would say, you see those trees over there? I says, yeah. He goes, you can have all them. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Whatever you don't cut down, we're going to bulldoze down anyways. So uh, those would be the ones that I would cut down. But normally they were already bulldozed down. And 
I uh, could get everything cut out of it as much as I could until they uh, torched the whole field. Until they pushed it into a ditch and burned it and buried it. <laughs> well, I'm not saying I ever saw this done, but I was told that one of the techniques is they'll get an old tractor tire and like fill it up with uh, diesel fuel and like <laughs> bulldoze all the trees on top of it and then they'll light the tire on fire. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> None of my farmer friends would do such a thing, but yeah, I, was told I, I don't that, know where you would ever hear that. that. I was told that was one of the techniques. Urban legends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it would be a big bonfire there for a while. Oh, yeah. And once you get a good pile burning hot, you can throw anything on it and it will just start, you know, it'll just burn, burn it up. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, then all that smoke's going up in the air and then. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like what well, we're dealing with in canada though that's the that's the thing yeah if you get too big a fire like a huge forest then yeah it does does mm -hmm. start causing air quality alerts and issues now i did there was something in the news dan um did you read this there's more uh firewood slash air quality slash um studies slash proposed regulations i saw in the news about wood-fired pizza ovens it was weird they called it it was wood-fired and coal-fired i never heard of a pizza oven fired by coal Ooh, unless no. i don't know how that would work if it would go in the same chamber as the wood because coal kind of would put a weird taste into it <laughs> yeah i don't know if i've ever heard of that either don't yeah you think? Yeah, so this was in uh, New York City, and I was made aware of this by a commenter. It was under the heading of uh, firewood ban. Oh. <laughs> so I told him I'd look into it, and I look into it, and there's no firewood being banned. Um, but it is in New York City, and from my the way I read it, in New York City, if you own a pizzeria with a wood-fired oven, um, in 2016, they came out with a new list of regulations for air quality. So this only affects ovens that have been in service before 2016. I forwarded you the article. Yeah. You see it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. It. It's not a stop using banning of all pizza ovens in the city of New York. It's certain ones that don't meet the determined requirements for air quality. Right? Yeah. And, and they're not even doing it yet. They're asking for input uh, uh, from, yeah. from residents and from business owners, because I would imagine that whatever the retrofit is for your smokestack to, zap out particulate matter that probably comes with an expense right yeah <laughs> <It's> i would <laughs> probably pretty expensive <laughs> probably one that would uh make you do a little double take on the estimate what <laughs> how much <laughs> yeah so this is not new york state this is new york city because you know we had that that deal about a year and a half ago about these rumors going around that the state of New York is going to ban firewood. Yeah. And, the wood stoves. You know, yep. 
<laughs> and that was hardly the that was hardly the case. It just required a little bit more uh, research and reading to realize that that's not the problem. But here in New York City, so this is where you here we are living in Northeast Ohio. You're up in central North Central Wisconsin, and I look out my window and I see trees and grass and cows and it's easy for me to sit back here and get annoyed by a, a, you know, a city or people that are, that find wood fired pizza ovens a, a nuisance, but they don't live where I live and, <laughs> and I don't live where they live. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's something that you see nothing. You, you have no, it has no impact on you and it never will. Or, you know. Well, that's always been the way I see things. Now, some people get very upset about all this. And uh, they see this as just chipping away of our freedoms and stuff. And, you know, I just saw there was, there was a city in Florida that passed an ordinance about banning umbrellas on the beach. You know, those real big ones that you shove in the sand. Oh, what? Yeah, they were. Yeah, and I was like, I should get on the Facebook and start saying they're taking away our rights. You know, if, <laughs> if, if if this city in Florida can't have umbrellas, then by golly, they're going to take away my umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't hear people say that. No. But uh, enter firewood, and then and then the, then the chatter starts. You know. Yeah. Yeah, my position's always been, I don't live in New York City. Right. <laughs> yeah, I got other things to worry about out here in Ohio. Yeah, and, yeah. and I, want, I wonder if it's just that, like, a lot of the pizzerias are not, like, fitted with high, very high smokestacks, and that, you know, it, it probably, I mean, there, I'm sure there's reason and cause for concern. Yeah. But I think there's a big difference between saying you need to update and improve your oven compared to we're not allowing you to burn firewood any longer. Yeah. But how tall would a smokestack have to be in New York city though, to be, well, that's effective? just it. It's yeah. what the heck. I think it's got pretty tall buildings there. Last time I checked <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty, it's pretty crowded there too. You know, yeah. I did. Um, so here is a way, here's a perspective. Where I live in Ohio, we live in Trumbull County, and Trumbull County is the only perfectly square county in the state. And it is 25 miles by 25 miles square. So I did wow. some calculating. Um, if you divide Trumbull County in half, that is approximately the same square miles as New York City. So in the half of my county, if you put all of the residents of Wyoming, Vermont, Alaska, North Dakota, South Dakota, Delaware, Rhode Island, Montana, Maine, and New Hampshire, <laughs> uh, that is the exact, that is approximately the same amount of people that live in New York City. Oh, live my in, goodness. That, that live in all those states, all compressed into half of the county that I live in. Ooh. So I, 
yeah so there you got a lot of you know uh <laughs> so that's you a lot of pizza you, yeah you don't have a lot of elbow room <laughs> okay so there's a uh, there's not as much uh, uh open space and uh and cows out your window right <laughs> and then add in skyscrapers you know and tall buildings and i don't know does the wind you know gets swirling in between those buildings and the smokestacks from pizza ovens kind of don't yeah. blow away yeah i'm <laughs> as sure nice there's... as it would out here in the country so right there's yeah many factors yeah, yeah so my point would be <laughs> i don't live in new york city so my opinion doesn't matter you know uh if i live there maybe i maybe i would agree with it i don't yeah. know i well, like my other, air clean yeah and and the <laughs> other thing is if they do pass this and put this into effect for pizza ovens in new york city do you live near a pizza oven in ohio <laughs> so it probably doesn't affect you either way <laughs> yeah well that's the whole thing you know yeah. uh, the the restaurants that i deliver to have pizza ovens but uh, they're 30 miles from me yeah you know and uh i don't know i just that's the perspective that i have on things and that's that doesn't happen where i live and i don't worry about it yeah I see it more educational. I like to read about it and understand all this stuff. But, you know, there's almost, I think, 10 million people, nine and a half million people live in New York City. Yeah. And geez. that's almost as much. Well, I just named off 10 states. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's one of the biggest cities in the world. So don't you think they got unique problems there? You know, they got bridges that have a lot more cars that drive over them every day that need yeah. repaired and and sidewalks and streets and all and it's a different way of life i of course would never want to live there <laughs> i like it where i'm at but i don't know i visited new york city one time it was nice to see but there's no way i could ever live there i go crazy yeah oh definitely all yeah. that horn honking <laughs> <laughs> and, and i don't remember did they state in that article how many pizza ovens there were I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. But, but I would like, that would be the other interesting thing is that, you know, and then if you take the total number of pizza ovens and then you filter out how many this actually pertains to, it's probably a very small percentage of pizza ovens that need to comply with this, yeah. you know, in order to be up to code or whatever. So it's really probably not that big a deal. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm also thinking of it too. Now, I remember a while back, I read an article. It was an ex-NFL football player opened a firewood delivery service like outside of the city. And he would had a he drove every day into New York City to deliver firewood. I guess to the pizza ovens. I don't know. Yeah. But my gosh, you know, when you look at it, it was like $20 to drive across a bridge in a in a car i don't know what it would cost for a truck and stuff man oh man can you imagine what it takes to be profitable oh i wonder i wonder how much fire would cost to get it delivered into lower manhattan oh my goodness i don't even want to take a guess yeah <laughs> and, or how long it takes 
you, it's probably you probably do one delivery your whole day like you're just driving sitting in traffic oh my gosh it'd be yeah. nuts. well the the short amount of time that i was there oh my gosh i just go crazy yeah there's <laughs> just so many people traffic and then they have like at every intersection they had a sign up at every intersection that says don't get caught in the box and the, like every four-way intersection in lower manhattan had like these lines drawn through it and they called <laughs> it the box and it would be like where you sat at your red light and the light turns green you can't go through that intersection until the far end of your way is clear because if you get stuck in the middle of the intersection when the light turns red i don't know yeah. i guess a, a, a <laughs> secret group of marauding <laughs> villains come out and just bludgeon you i guess it's like one of the worst things that you can possibly do in life is the ninja turtles the, the yeah. ninja turtles come out of the sewer and take your car <laughs> yeah i would probably be in my truck in the middle of the intersection and all these guys are running up to me hey guys would you like a reliable wood heat solution hey Hey. yank me out of the yank me out of the window <laughs> yeah i wonder what a bundle of firewood goes for in new york city or Gosh. around new york i wonder if, if we have anyone listening out there let us know send us an email yeah that would be i'm interested i would think well there's probably not fireplaces in the apartments don't you think yeah. Now, like across, you know, there's Staten Island, because now I'm familiar with Staten Island. I used to work there, too. And, that, you know, that's across the harbor from lower Manhattan. And that's more like houses and yards and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. When I think of New York City, though, I think of, you know, the Empire State Building and all these skyscrapers and horn honking. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like Chicago, when you think of Chicago, that's a big city. And I know there's a lot of firewood being sold down in Chicago. I mean, there's producers here in Wisconsin that just send semi loads of firewood down to Chicago. Wow. wow. Yeah. Well, I had, I know enough from, you know, I'm about an hour from Cleveland that firewood in the city is worth a heck of a lot more than it is out here in the country. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> we should maybe start mailing firewood. <laughs> there, there are a few places that do that, but I don't yeah. know. If, yeah, then you got then you got to get your kiln. You got to get your kiln set up. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, don't even get me started on this kiln. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't need a kiln. The way it's been so hot lately. I was just, say. We just we're at the end of June, and gosh, I mean we're in. We're in Georgia in August, hot right now. That's yes. how bad it is out. It's not healthy. Out of the frying pan and into the fire. That's, Ugh, that's yeah. what it feels like. Every other day is just hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dan. So I think, though, I like what I'm doing, and I like where I live. And I don't see me moving to New York City or Chicago anytime soon. Or Canada. And <laughs> there, there might be some some open space though out in the forest there you can build some open land. Yeah. Uh pre uh, pre charred firewood. We'll deliver. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm glad where I'm at as well, and I don't have to deal with with all the craziness of all that other stuff. But again, like I said, it doesn't bother me because it doesn't affect me. Yeah. And, well, that's what I keep saying. States' rights, baby. You know, yep. that's what we've been asking for all these times. Well, here we go. I'm glad the states have the authority to make these decisions. So. <clears throat> when I lived in Memphis, um, I had a, I still remember the professor talking about this. I was in graduate school there. So like Memphis is on the Mississippi River. And they were talking about like states' rights and states having the authority to make their, their own laws. And he was saying, like, the problem, for instance, in Memphis, if we, if the state of Tennessee were to pass laws um, to clean up the river, um, if Missouri didn't, you know, it, it has no effect because then all that polluted water comes right down past Memphis. And so that would be an example of where, like, a national policy is required. Would, you know, yeah, to, it would be needed. Yeah, to do that. And I just, you know, for anything, <laughs> for firewood being banned in Ohio, you know, if there's like a city, like there was this one in east east of Cleveland, a suburb, you know, where there's been some some complaining going on. But, you know, it's not going to happen in the state of Ohio anytime soon. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so, you know, and then do you really think anything's going to be passed nationwide? And I just, there's, there's zero probability. Exactly. Can there can there be zero probability? Yeah, I don't know. Well, because it, because it was never it never really it was about ever banning firewood. It was about making, in this case, pizza ovens compliant with regulations that are set in place. So it's not like every pizza oven had to quit burning firewood. It's just if yours was before a certain date and it didn't pass an inspection, you needed yeah. to retrofit it with some new I don't know scrubbers, filters, smoke reburn something yeah and then anything with the epa has been revolving around stoves and um you know uh appliances yes than, yeah then then the firewood so yeah i don't know maybe the day will come but i if it ever does then come see me in my nursing home and tell me what happened <laughs> <laughs> you won't remember what we were talking about anyway. <laughs> i was like who are you <laughs> yeah, you know, what? <laughs> All right, Dan. Well, I just um uh how about let's put a link to that article in the podcast notes. And if yes. anyone's interested, they can read it. Sounds good. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. No problem. Uh-huh. Uh because you know, I mean this could happen elsewhere. Uh and your umbrellas could be banned too. <laughs> <laughs> you can have my umbrella when you pry my cold dead fingers from around it. Yeah. <laughs> your pizza tastes great. Your oven smokes or stinks from smoke. Nice shoes. <laughs> <laughs> your oven sucks. <laughs> yeah. Your pizza tastes terrible. Nice shoes. <laughs> uh, see, I'm not very, I'm not good at those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dan, this is probably going to be our July 4th episode, do you think? Uh, oh, yes, it out. is. That's July right. 4th is on a Tuesday, so this will come out after. So um, let's wish everyone a happy 4th of July, a safe 4th of July. Yes, hopefully everyone had 
had a happy and safe Independence Day. Yeah, there's a lot of dry grass out there too, guys. So be careful where your fireworks are shooting off to. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Dan. Well, how about let's uh, strike up the band and uh, let's go stack some wood. How's that sound? <laughs> you go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, check some. I'm gonna go make sure the AC is working. <laughs> I like it. The, whoever invented the air conditioner is my best friend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the number one firewood podcast in the world. And again, hope you had a safe and happy Independence Day. And we'll see you back here next week. That sounds great, Dan. I want to thank everyone for tuning in and helping make the Woodhounds the number one firewood podcast in the world. And we want to tell everyone to have a great day. Yeah.